0: That was super loud, but I'm super excited. You know why? This is So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is over here. That's the norm. But you know what's even cooler than the norm? The fact that we have Grey Drake in our presence! <What>? great drink of the popcorn mafia if you are not familiar by the way she's like the coolest chick ever and her podcast is so infinitely cooler and more interesting than ours so what? you should you should probably even just switch this off right now and go listen to popcorn mafia
1: no don't switch it off take a second I'll okay. punch you in the junk so <laughs> so okay I had a podcast crush on Gray for like so long.
2: Wow, this is not starting out awkward no. at all. No, no we, we
1: try to butter people up anytime they come on our podcast. <laughs> so um, no, uh, Gray, um, she, you've had, what, what episode are you on now on your podcast? One
2: hundred and sixty-six or so.
1: So oh, around episode one hundred, she had Diablo Cody on her podcast, and I'm a huge Diablo Cody fan. So that's the first one that I think I listened to, nice. and then I was like, whoa, this is awesome! Cool chicks talking. About movies, which is like the, the ep- epitome right. of nerdgasm for me. Yay! And then that's how we get you. And then I listened to you for a long time, and then I found out that one of my best friends was friends with you, and I was like, oh my god, you've got to tell her what's up. That's huge. <laughs> and then I guess a couple weeks after that, you gave me a shout out on your podcast, and I was like, oh
0: my god! Great, I will never forget the moment when I am in the bathroom doing something, and he goes, Chrissy, you gotta come me. And he plays the snippet of your podcast where you were like, "Hi, Justin Winters." It made his
2: life. Oh no, it wasn't As like he, that.
1: She said, "Justin uh-huh. Winters, I know who you are. Yeah, that's
2: right. I
1: want to put my mouth on your mouth." And I, I was like,
2: "That's right." I said something sexually inappropriate, and then uh-huh. I was like, "But I knew you were married." And it's like, and and I, I think I said that in the podcast. I was like, <laughs> I was like, but hi also to your wife. I hope
1: I said that. That's but it cool. it was
2: implied. Oh, it's
1: okay. You didn't say that. It was cool. See, but That's now, cool. here's the
2: thing, though. Here's what's changing. Now that I have seen Chrissy in person, I want to put my mouth on her mouth as well. hi be like a sandwich. Mouth on
1: mouth and on mouth. It's like I, the human centipede of kisses.
2: It is. It's like human be three. And now here, but also the thing that I want to point out, maybe a little too personal, but you guys could leave it or take it or cut it or whatever. I'm already you want. gonna take but it. But now that I'm here in your home, but with, with both of you together, I am most impressed by the fact that you have a photo of yourselves over your bed. Boom! Nice, huge, beautiful, big bed, bedroom, like beautiful light. It looks great, and you look and Booyah,
1: there's a picture of you guys. It reminds us of that we were young at one time.
0: Once <laughs> <behind> upon a time.
1: <laughs> no, see, one of my best friends, he had a picture of himself over his bed. Just him going like this, like the G- GQ pose. Yeah, yeah. So I got that for ourselves and brought him. We did that pretty much to make him laugh. That was it. And yeah. then we left it over the bed because we we're you know, completely full of ourselves.
2: Vanity is my favorite sin.
1: Exactly. Oh. A
2: oh. little foreshadowing. Nicely done with the sex. So,
1: like but since, so since I, fat, I, I met you one time and we went and got donuts together and then the second time I met you was that you had a party. I did. And your dad got me completely wasted <laughs> on mojitos. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, he did. He comes home. He's like, you missed out. My dad
2: does that. Like, he actually, um, my dad is so awesome. And we. he comes into town a lot. Like, he was in town for the uh, Jethro <laughs> Tull concert. Oh,
1: he told me about Jethro Tull. Oh, I know
2: he did. And I don't even have to ask. And um, one that reminds me, though, of a New Year's that he was here. It was, like, into 06, I want to say. Um, or maybe into 07. Uh, when he got my boyfriend at the time wasted and it, I actually have a photo of him holding a shot of tequila and like judging my boyfriend for not taking it like my boyfriend in the photo is like shoving it away and my dad is basically like you pussy <laughs> and I and then and I like fast forward like three hours to me calling my dad on the phone when I'm back at my apartment and I'm like how can you tell if someone has alcohol poisoning? Because my boyfriend is rolling
1: around on the floor crying.
2: <laughs> He's like, "Why?" Yeah. Well,
1: that's the thing. He, I, I drank like one. He actually made the mojito in front of me. Mm-hmm. I drank it really fast because I was like, "Okay, I've got to show him that I can drink." I'm a man. <laughs> and, and then he made me a second one that was stronger. And once I finished that one, I was like, "I am completely wasted." <laughs> the, <laughs> Yeah. So then you, I started eating donuts, I'm like, okay, if I eat a couple donuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe that'll help. Out. I ate a couple donuts and I was like, now I'm gonna puke donuts and it's right. only an hour into the party. <laughs> this
0: is and then you come home puke in the toilet and look longingly at the photo above our bed and think, Well I used to be young once. <laughs> whole alcohol. No, so
1: now, now I'm Facebook friends with Gray's dad. That's We're, awesome. we're cool, so. I love it. I think that's it.
2: so cool. Every time he comes into town, I like to like have a, like an event for him because all my friends, if they ever find out that he's come into town quietly and they haven't seen him, they get pissed.
0: Really? Yeah, they
2: get mad because he's like that much fun.
0: So here's my question. When you were growing up, was your dad cooler than you were as a child? <laughs>
2: Wait, yeah, always, yes.
0: My mom was cooler than me. Yes. I mean, Ooh.
2: No. See, and that's interesting too when it's like your mom. Yeah. Because then it's like... <laughs> You're both ladies. It so oh, was like yeah. a real different dynamic. Oh,
0: yeah. Everybody at the school called her mom.
2: Whoa. Did like <laughs> dudes talk about how hot your mom was? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. my mom was super hot
0: too. Now she's 60, so it's a little bit different. But back yeah. in the day, super hot. Like <sighs> this little blonde bombshell and very, you know, ha, <laughs> ha, gregarious and stuff like that. Oh, no. Oh, I know. And she was super hip. Like, I was into Mariah Carey and, like, R&B, and she was like, no, we're going to put on some Coolio, and we're going to jam out. Her. Like, what? No kidding. We'd be in the car, and she'd be, like, putting on naughty Your mom has shirt. jungle fever? Yeah, she was all into early and mid-90s uh,
2: That's dope.
0: rap. and Wait, she was hold a, on. I want to hang out with
2: your mom now, too. And she went back. Ah. She went
0: roller skating all the time, so she'd go to Skateland, and she had, like, a gaggle of teenagers <laughs> who were, like, her friends. I know. I had come at school. and be like, Mom, Cherish is picking on me. And she'd be like, I'm going to handle this. And then she'd go into school, and she'd be like... What's up? And she's little. She's like five feet. So by sixth grade, the girls were taller than she was. And she'd wow. be looking up at these sixth grade
2: girls. And she's all, yo, 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 Cherish. What up, though? <laughs> and she'd be like... Like, let's just listen around the way, girl, and work this shit out. I'll
0: never forget, in third right? grade, one of the younger girls was really tall saying, well, you know, my brother's a part of the 18th Street Gang, so you better not step on me. And she was in third grade. She didn't know. And my mom goes, I'll tell you what, Gloria. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> You say you're not hurting my daughter, and I'll tell you what—I don't think that you are. But if a hair on her head is touched, hurt, broken, pulled, I will come to you because I am enlisting you now as her protector.
2: Wow! Yeah.
0: So. Wow. Guess what?
2: Yeah. she Your like
0: mom is laid like out. Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Stalin McQueen, yes, she is. That's amazing. She's pretty cool. All
1: right. But but back to movies. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. This My dad, is movies? like movies. Yeah, well do.
1: yeah. Ask your dad. I was like, so who does uh, Grave get her good movie knowledge from? He's like, oh, it's definitely me. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I made her like watch all these Terry Gilliam movies, you know, blah blah blah. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay.
2: Yeah. He he went through like a whole thing. with and he was like, uh, when I was about thirteen, he was like, if you haven't listened or watched a b c d then you can't be my daughter anymore whoa and it was very intense like that it was like i'm gonna sit you down and we're gonna listen to the entire quadrophenia album by the who you're gonna like it that's it that's the bottom line it's like all right dad whatever he's like peter gabriel yes or no pop quiz and i'm like yes he's like good
1: like hazing you
2: yeah it was kind of it was like my initiation into the drake family i just had a
0: foreshadowing of our future children and justin and he's sitting them down he's like y'all we're gonna watch savannah smiles it's on
1: that's not my favorite <laughs> that's my mom's favorite movie Still,
0: you're gonna initiate them into
2: those sort of movies that nobody else has heard of
1: so we ask everyone that comes on the podcast what is your favorite movie of all time
2: See it's a really hard question For me to answer People people think it's really easy They're like Oh you're like movies What's your favorite one I can't It's so hard to say But I will tell you The one that I am Consistently the most Obsessed with um, Even though I am I don't think It's of a high quality Like it's not a good movie But I still can't shake it
1: your, I mean your favorite movies Doesn't have to be like you know, the Doesn't have to be an amazing list. movie. Just, you
2: know, I know. Like I just, it. I I feel like when, I feel like when people ask you what's your favorite movie is like, you should say something that's like actually a good movie, but you this should. is more just like an emotional choice for me, which is who's that girl, Madonna. Whoa. I have not seen yeah. it. Yeah. Of course. Um, See, so Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't feel like you even should really, really kind of like if you do, you should watch it with a whole bunch of people that, like, want to see Madonna with wicked blonde hair and Griffin Dunn kind of arguing with each other back and forth because that's all the movie is. That's awesome. Yeah, she... I'm Nikki Finn. She has, like, a really bad accent. It's what you call a lost leader. She's, like, explaining shoplifting. It's really bad. And I was... But obsessed when I was a little kid. And you know how, like, when you're young, mo- like, when you're maybe in that, like, 10 to 13 range, like, movies just get under your skin. Oh, they stick
0: with you and you know yeah. every line.
2: It's the age, I think. And so, that's that movie.
0: That happened to me yesterday. Coolest came on TV and I couldn't, I couldn't contain my excitement. Yeah, yeah. I was absolutely. on board for the ride, could oh, yeah. not get me out of that bedroom
2: watching it. Luckily, though, that's actually a good movie. Like, that holds up. Yes. Because I I watch it all the time when it's on
1: cable. Are you saying, who's that girl does it hold up?
2: <laughs> I know. Yes, well, I just I remember know the
1: song. Talking. Who was it? Was it DeBarge. Who sang "Who's That Girl"?
2: Who? Well, she, she, Madonna, did the soundtrack.
1: She, she did. She did the "Who's That Girl" the main song. I'm so disturbed that you were confusing her with <laughs> DeBarge.
0: I know, right? Are, are you thinking? Who are you thinking of? Who's that lady? That's entirely different. No, we
1: just watched That's what movie did we watch recently where uh, dancing in the streets was on? Was in the Dance movie? Was Dance it Horrible Street. Bosses?
2: No, it was not Horrible Bosses. At least oh, I don't um, think it was. I know. Oh, wait, that it's did come up in a movie recently. Da, 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 da,
1: da, da. I think it was Horrible Bosses. I
2: actually was did. It? I didn't. I did an interview because the the DVD for Footloose is coming out, oh. like the the Blu-ray. Oh, have
1: you seen the the new? What is I that? Can't.
2: I don't want to. Like, I can't. It'll ruin your life. I n- I just can't. Don't do it. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, it was
1: in front of Horrible Bosses. Oh,
2: the trailer. I thought you meant the movie.
1: The trailer for the new movie. I haven't seen... The new Footloose. No,
2: you know, actually, hold on. Shittiest part of being, going to press screenings. No. No trailers. This is the worst. Oh, yeah, I miss all the trailers. I have to, like, sit at my computer like a weirdo. (laughs) Like an apple. You have found each other. (laughs)
0: This is what he does all the time. (laughs) Even though he then goes and actually sees movies in the theater, you have no excuse. And he sees the trailers a second time.
2: uh, I haven't seen the trailer for it, but I, I... the, the re-releasing the Blu-ray to coincide and I did this interview for it and it, they were just interviewing like Footloose fans mm-hmm. and so the guy's like he's like do you remember any words from the you know Footloose song and I was like oh maybe like this been working <laughs> so hot and I just like start like snapping and doing a Carlton I'm like, dance I'm doing the Carlton <laughs> and I, I'm singing the song and I like almost get through the whole song and the entire the, bounce, the guy that is ha- holding the bounce board next to me it's shaking like he's laughing so hard the bounce board is just shaking (laughs) and and so I like I even do I'm like okay and here's the part where it kind of pauses and is like dun 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 I'm turning it I just, just go off what? if that ends up on the permanent blu-ray oh, DVD for Footloose I'm gonna lose
1: my it's mind. gonna be a whole complete extra
2: just I will pee my pants
1: I <laughs> we gonna just great. it like the whole menu screen it was just you like doing the dance
2: wouldn't that be amazing just looped
1: in just looped back and forth
2: it was really crazy when I left the interview they were like can we call you more often I'm like yes because I will sing and do more stupid stuff on I just DVD had a extra. vision.
0: I had a vision. You keep of, having
1: visions. No,
0: no, listen. What are they're you going and to have with me? is like a whole experience I've been told. Um, a little bit. You know what's going to happen? They're going to have in the DVD extras like a karaoke section. <laughs> and then you're going to be like a little figure dancing above yes! the lyrics as they go down the screen. <laughs> they're going to like
2: really take like the, like the dancing down. It.
1: So, not only do you have Paco Mafia podcasts, you also write for Movies.com. I do. And you're doing something for Fandango, too. Yes,
2: Fandango has now acquired me. Ooh. Wow. So, fancy. Yeah, because they're like a sister company and they were like, hey, we don't have a movie critic. We need, you know... Come on over. And I was like, okay. And
1: you're doing stuff for CNN. Yeah, yeah. You're like really slutty. You're everywhere.
2: It's crazy. I am. It's my usual thing. That's that's awesome. I'm a whore. Because I get paid. I do. So, I mean, I am a whore officially.
1: But, like, we were talking before the podcast about the woman that always introduced you on CNN and how she can't, like... (laughs) My favorite was. Disclaimer:
2: I, She's this, a
0: very nice person.
1: <laughs> no, this weekend she she she's like, oh, this uh, zookeeper. The trailers look great, and then you got to horrible boss. she's like the trailers, look, this looked dumb, and I was like, okay, I'm t- uh, totally lost you there. Wow, she's,
2: she uh, Frederica is her name. Um, she is she like just wants to be involved. Very cute, and I just. But the, what's funny is when I'm thinking about what I'm gonna say about a movie because I have a very limited amount of time, and I have to like. Think it out because, as you can tell already, I'll go on and on for hours about nothing. Oh, me too. Yeah, we're like this. Air
0: high five.
2: Yes, and um, she like. I know that I just need to not acknowledge what she's saying and just go with what I'm... Like, I'll just give her an uh-huh or an uh-uh <laughs> and then just go ahead because right. otherwise I can't... Like, like she's
1: got Down syndrome or something You like, just like, never... Sure, uh. yes, Frederica, back to me. You
2: just never know what she's going to say. It, like, it's it's hilarious. But the my favorite thing that I recommend that everyone do from here on out is... A, like, more often than not, watch... How she gets out of my segment into the next one. It's awesome. It's truly awesome because they know better than to put like hard news after a movie review. Especially now that they know me (laughs) and they know like what I'm going to say. But you know because it's like I try to just see how far I can push it. Cuz I want to make I want to make my reviews on CNN like more like the mafia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But at the same time like I know I can't swear. There's certain things I can't say. Like right. I have refrained literally two times from saying vagina. It would have been appropriate, <laughs> but I decided not to. Oh, that was a classy move, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. Trying, trying hard. And like, so yeah, I just, but it's like cocaine, talking about crack addict, whatever, all that just stuff.
0: Crack babies. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it.
2: You like I'm, to- I'm trying, but how she gets out of my segment is usually hilarious.
0: Can we have a ding ding imitation
2: belt on this? <laughs> sure, sure.
1: <laughs> so she goes, blah, 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 this is you, blah, blah, blah. And then back to Frederica, she says.
2: So I give it a day. Well, you know something else that you could uh, see this weekend while you're uh, trying to talk to animals? There's some plastic flamingos in Idaho that are really just spectacular. We're going to go on location over to John Triplehorn. <laughs> Boy, John, those things sure are pink, am I right?
1: <laughs> so basically you bump set and she just spikes it down pretty much with her, you know, not... Nonsensical. Oh, she
0: volleys it. Are You
2: volley it straight to her. She's like, and that was that was possibly the worst impersonation of her <laughs> I've
0: ever. I thought it was really amazing myself.
2: Yeah,
1: this sounded more AM radio was, than CNN. It also like
2: you might have been from Minnesota. I'm a little bit Culture northern little. for her. She's from Atlanta. She's got sass. <laughs> wow. She's
1: got sassitude.
2: Although
0: I kind of wish you were from Minnesota now. Okay. I'm, about it.
2: I'm from Colorado, so we don't have an interesting accent. So I've acquired other accents. Yes. Like as a Oh, same
0: here in California I grew up here So I, I have nothing Right Except for a little Valley girl
2: Justin Aww,
0: Tripping sad. over his Lower lip Aww,
1: <laughs> I've got Sundays. a Southern accent
0: That's okay We like it
1: So what movies Are we talking about
0: Horrible bosses So good can, can I just put that Out there as like A little blanket statement You don't have to agree With me You can totally disagree But I thought it was so good I laughed a lot And it's been a long time Since I've laughed That hard and that Continuously throughout a movie
2: Summer of the studio comedy I think because superhero movies, I think, have sucked this year. Yeah, I'm not into them in general. Justin, Justin, thoughts?
1: Um, what, 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 X-Men. I like the X-Men. There, was, there, was, said I
2: liked there that. was X-Men, Green Lantern, Thor. Yeah, X-Men was the only good one. Like,
1: I'm am re- really hopeful that Captain America doesn't dude, completely blow.
2: Just yeah, blow. I'm. I don't know though. It's like uh, the dude that did Werewolf directed Captain America.
1: Oh, the guy that did Rocketeer, Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Johnston. Johnston.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's like I have two Wikipedias. <laughs> stereo. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>
1: but Horrible Bosses was done by the same guy that did The King of Kong, which is like one of my favorite documentaries of Amazing. all time.
2: And Steve Weeby was in it.
1: And Steve, Wiebe, where,
2: where was he in Horrible Bosses? I don't know, but he was in it because I looked in the credits. He I was, existed. And you, he, he was this like a security
1: random guy or security guy.
2: Yep and i want to like see it again now so i can like watch for him but i really like the movie too i didn't think that it was like it wasn't quite as dark as it could have been but really similarly to bad teacher though i -hmm. thought it was hilarious like i laughed the whole time it's like i i'm i'm taking what i can get at this point and Mm -hmm. i i liked it are you an
0: easy laugher yeah. Okay, me too. Mm-hmm. And maybe that stands to reason. Then that we both thought it was funny, and I agree with you. It could have been darker if they wanted to go that route. But who knows if that would have been at the expense of the laughing that we had? So right.
2: I don't know. I'll also, take it. I
1: also notice because we watched it in the um, the Noho Century oh. Eight. So I don't know if you remember that theater. <laughs>
2: is that the like really cheap one yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I grew up in the,
1: that theater no it's not the $3 one that's oh, right okay. near that where they show like second rate but it's the oh, one okay. near the Burger King there
0: cold water and victory my friend and cold
1: yes. water and victory but uh, it's usually full of people and it's like the best people to watch a comedy with because it's like from the you know little Mexican kids mm-hmm. to like there was an old old couple they must have been in their 70s right behind us yes, and awesome. we were walking out the old one was like I thought that was pretty good. And the old guy was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. So when you're in a theater like that and everyone's laughing, it makes me like, Oh, I love it. Love it. Even more, you know? Well, yeah.
2: I mean, then that's, what's interesting is like movie. I never thought about this until recently, but I mean, now that our home theaters are so nice and it's so expensive to go out that, you know, we are watching more stuff at home and now you have Apple TV or Netflix instant or whatever. And, but movies are, are meant to be a shared experience, and really changes them when you're just sitting in your living room. I think. Yes. And it also changes an, your experience when you see it at a press screening. Oh yeah. Um, as opposed to seeing it like among the people.
1: Are they are they more unwilling? Are they unwilling to laugh a lot? Dicks. Really? Oh,
2: yes. Are they
1: really conscious of you know? Okay, if I laugh too much at this. You know, critic down the way from me might be like, Oh, you lied. Was not three, you know, apple corn stars or whatever? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told Gray. I the, 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 Apple corn stars. No, the,
1: first, the first time I met Gray, um, I had to like grill her on like what she had seen recently. And I, I think we just seen Battle LA. And I was like, that So, what? yeah, I was like, What do you think of Battle LA? And then Gray was like, I loved it. And I was like, <laughs> Gray, why? Because I'm not like movie stylish, so I'm gonna be like, "That's wrong." I'm usually like, "Wait a minute, you had a different reaction than me. Why?" why?
0: why? why? So, but I told
1: I told Gray when I was in college, I gave a, a really good review to Joe Dirt, <laughs> and then from that from like that <laughs> point on, no one like really listened to anything I had to say about movies yeah. because I gave Joe Dirt like three Tar Heels or whatever the stupid. <laughs>
0: Ac- the, was it about acorn stars? Apple corn stars? Applecorn stars. Apple-corn stars. You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was thinking.
1: <laughs> I thought about apple, like eating apple cores or so. uh, whatever.
2: <laughs> oh, apple corn stars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's an amazing rating system. I like it a lot. I love it. Um, I well, it's there. I don't. I don't. I mean, I personally am not that self-conscious because I don't know most of the people around me. Is it but, very clickish? It is a little bit. I mean, people, we definitely all know each other for the most part. And I, I know, I meet more and more people and see them all the time. Like, uh, recently I had on, uh, the two Jews on film on the show, uh, John and Joan. John is the guy behind, uh, Faces of Death.
1: I heard that. Crazily. I worked in a, and I worked in a video store and that was like. A big deal. The biggest (laughs) written VHS in the whole Uh store. It was like crazy.
2: Yeah. And then Joan is his sassy wife. Um, and I see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's, and now, uh, when, when they did the show, they gave me this huge bag of bagels, because that's how they rate their movies on YouTube. The apple corns? They just, <laughs> shockingly, no. <laughs> no. They're behind the curve on that. <laughs> but it was um, all fashion. they gave me like a huge bag of bagels and so I took them home and it was like right when I moved in with my boyfriend and I was like really proud that I was bringing home some food like women are supposed to do or whatever and so I was like baby they brought bagels and then Joan like <laughs> writes on my Facebook wall she's like you better give some of Steve some of those bagels and I'm like <laughs> it was like a pound of bagels like of course I going to going fucking hide them in the closet no. and like keep
0: them all oh, myself yeah
2: exactly and so now every time we see them. She, she's like, "Hope you like those bagels." Like every time, it's so <laughs> cute. Hilarious. And he, and he'll, he'll say back to her. He'll be like. I got to figure out how many bagels you'll get this movie, Joan. And it's just like, we just yell about bagels in the theater now. but like.
0: well, I wonder if you have different sort of ratings for different types of bagels. Like, that's worth three Bialis, but only two everythings.
2: <laughs> I wish that they got that specific. That would be amazing. But I've
1: heard, I've heard you talk on your podcast about, like, the comments people leave on your reviews and stuff. Oh, God. It's... it's- Actually, I mean... Can you stop reading? I heard at one point you are like, maybe I should just stop reading them all together.
2: I have been advised by my co-critic on, this, on Movies.com, Dave White, um, to never read them because it just isn't productive and no one is ever really interested in discourse about the film. They only are doing like snarky, stupid internet things. Because like, anytime that someone feels like Dave is wrong, he mm-hmm. always says that the first comment that they leave is, you're a fat gay guy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I am.
0: I can't tell you well, if i that and called Dave White. With a the really cool guy.
1: voice, I love Dave White's voice.
2: <laughs> that's, that's a
1: shockingly good impersonation. Uh, well, I like I said, I listened. To <laughs> You've opened the world of podcasting to me, Gray. Right? It's true. Dave White, Fozzie Bear. I listen <laughs> to them all.
2: Someone on um uh someone on Twitter said that Dave White sounds like a cartoon dog. Which is so true, right? I like, loved it.
1: Like the dog that would tell you not to start fires. It's not, it's <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires. Well, and
2: so, and, and so I, I I occasionally like to like find myself sitting next to new critics mm-hmm. that I had just met or whatever and then kind of look at their reactions. And the, generally, though, everybody's kind of the same. Critics are really similar. Yeah. This is what's weird about the film criticism industry I'm discovering is that the same kinds of people in general like movies and write. Huh. So you don't get like a whole lot of different perspective.
0: It's kinda of homogenized.
2: It is. There's a lot of room for like really different voices to come in and to like do something interesting because so many people it's like I could I see a trailer for a movie or I hear that it's coming out and I already know what people are gonna say about it. For the most part, it's just
1: kind of I sad think it just title. means you're
0: really good. Like, you're really that good that you, you got know my finger it's on the puppet. You do. Yeah.
1: Speaking, you. speaking of good, um, Horrible Bosses. <laughs> <Did> you, like, <laughs> I really liked it a lot. And yeah, Chrissy can usually tell by how, like, I'm a really big laugher at movies. And if I'm, like, snorting laughing, that means that it's, like, reached the upper <laughs> yeah. echelon of it's how true. good it is. But, um,. Let's talk about Jennifer Aniston. I was
2: just going to break up in her wig. Mm. Um, was it? Yeah. Was
1: it? It was a really bad wig. And Anna, a wig. She had like the weirdest. I don't know if they were contact lenses, but she had like it was like uh, I they were. No, I don't
2: no, think I so. think that's just her eyes.
1: Yeah, or maybe it's just okay. Well,
0: what do you think is weird about them? The fact that they're glassy or like almondy? Yeah,
1: they're like glassy and like. Uh, like the color of that countertop there. Like, like
0: Our marble
2: countertop? Yeah,
1: she had like marble eyes going on.
2: I think that it's.
1: Of course, I'm the one that's looking at her eyes and not her boobs, which are like probably in display throughout we the would, entire Justin. movie. I
2: think, um, yeah,
1: pig. Um,
2: <laughs> no, I think that she has like those really clear eyes, you know, because her spirit is so cleansed from doing all that yoga BS that she does. You mean yeah. the, the
1: massive amounts of weed that she smokes all the time <laughs> while she's doing the yoga? Does she? I don't know. I but,
2: hope so. But I, lo- I loved her in this movie. It's I th-
1: like I, I thought she was good. But here's the thing about her: I, th- I think she's become like the the roadrunner of getting naked in movies. Like every movie that she ah. comes, the, every time she's coming up with a movie, like the guys that I talk with are like, "Is she gonna get naked in this one?" I think it's finally gonna happen. I don't know. I
0: think Anne Hathaway has that crown right now.
1: No, but Anne Hathaway oh. gets naked and yeah. she like shows her boobs. Oh, but, yeah. But but Jen Edison, she like always like seems like okay. She's in this movie. A tease. The first time we see her in Horrible Bosses, she's wearing like a coat with no bra or anything on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and you're like, "Okay, it's finally gonna happen. No more teasing. Let's, yeah." But never, it never happened.
2: No. I think what you get to be like.
1: And so that's, cer- her, that's why people keep coming to her movies. You're like, "Okay, is it finally gonna happen?" Like, you know.
2: Statistically, she needs all the help she can get. Yes, because I mean, her movie. This is what's weird. She she. I think she's a really good actress. I think she's really fun to watch, but her movies don't do very well. No, and I think it's because she does the wrong kind of films. Because if her best movies, in my opinion, are um, the Good Girl and Friends with Money, which are small independent films that are like she's being dark. Yes. in them, they're really darker movies. Have you seen either one of those, Justin?
1: I've seen um, Good Girl. Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Was yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, right?
2: No. No. Um, it's who's one, the guy? Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yes. Maybe. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I was thinking of um the the creepy guys like get in your corners, like yelling at the dog. Who's <laughs> that weird dude? Oh, no, uh, I know who you're talking about yes. Tim. Tim? Is it start with the T? Oh, it's uh,
1: Tim Blake Nelson.
2: Yes. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yes. Amazing.
2: Sorry. Yes. I was like, wow. Jake Gyllenhaal or Tim Blake Nelson.
1: <laughs>
0: You know, I'm going to venture out that my favorite Jennifer Aniston movie is one where she kind of rides the line of light and dark in, say, office space.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this
0: reminded me a lot of that. I feel like she finally did a little math and went, oh, wait a second. The last movie I think that people really liked me in was that, so
2: I better get on board this one and not go with another. Just go fit. She's better when she's not in a romantic comedy. Yes. Same argument with Cameron Diaz from Bad Teacher. Like yes. I never want to see her in another stupid romantic comedy ever again. I want to see her being mean to people and acting her age. And she's like hot, but she's in her forties. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's like. Just be in your 40s. It's fine. Right. We're fine with it. You don't need to keep doing Charlie's Angel sequels. Right. It's like, it was weird. Did you guys see Green Hornet?
1: Uh, he did. Yes. Okay.
2: Wait, did I see that? Yes. I did see that. <laughs> I didn't think She that. was the secretary
1: in it, and it was weird.
2: Oh, you're right. She was. Well, because yeah. she's
1: such a big star, and the role was like so not even, you know. It was nothing. Nothing.
2: And it was, I thought it was also weird because they were like positioning her to be like the hot love interest secretary almost yeah. but then and they were acknowledging that like she wasn't his age and it was just strange
1: and and, he, and like they actively made fun of her how old she was in the movie well
2: that's the thing it's like I don't have any problem I'm not ageist myself I don't have any problems with a dude Seth Rogan's age falling in love with someone who's Probably less than 10 years older than him, but, like, at the same time, it's like, don't, but but write her character better is what I wanted from right. that, whatever. So. And she
0: played it young, too, though, even though she was supposed to be, like, this yeah. older, more worldly secretary than, you know, somebody who's going to be 25 filling that, that role. She played it young.
1: Right, and it's weird, and it's not, she's not 25. So, but in Horrible Bosses, Jennifer Aniston played like the hottest dentist of all time, pretty much. (laughs) Yes, and and (laughs) And her and her dental assistant is Charlie Day, who has a real big problem with her being like overtly, like just sexual harass,
0: licking the back of his neck,
1: licking the back of his neck. Now,
2: a metaphor, (laughs) an actual thing she does.
1: Now, here is the thing: I the whole time I was watching, I was like, why doesn't he just tell his fiance what's going on? What's going on?
0: They painted her as a very thinly, you know, veiled, delicate flower type. Right. I think who couldn't. Yes, yeah, seriously. Like I might faint if I hear the news.
2: Well, for the rest of everyone who doesn't have as awesome a relationship as you guys, <laughs> Chrissy, I think the woman in that situation might be a little upset. <laughs> for a man was coming home with stories like that. Really? Same?
0: I would think it'd be hilarious if it, I know that it would this, I'm sure this same. is why
2: you guys are married. That's great. Yeah.
0: Right. He'd come home and I'd be like, tell me what happened today. I'm listening. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, now it's getting weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did I jump
1: Wait a minute, so I'm the dental assistant and I'm coming home, and you're like, tell me what happened.
0: Hilarious! Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, you know why? Because I know you so well and I have such faith in your character that I would know where you stand in all of this, and therefore it would be hilarious to me.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Now (laughs) that
2: we're clear. I thought the one thing that I really liked about the two, I liked the fact that in the movie, all of the guys were acknowledging how dumb it was. That he was upset that his hot boss was sexually harassing him. Yeah. I like that because it is a little crisp. It it's was. like if
1: they wouldn't have had that one scene, it'd be like, okay, something like... Come on. Okay. Yeah. And I also
2: liked the... Uh, I also liked the fact that you could always see Charlie Day this close to laughing in almost every <laughs> scene. Because it, it's like, you its he did such a good job, but I just could see the smile playing on the corner of his lips, like, every single shot. And I was like, yes, that's Pro so perfect. Not
1: a, not a bad job, you know? It's, it's not, Jimmy
2: uh, Fallon
0: syndrome of laughing <laughs> right. Right at everything that you do. Totally. <laughs> but I like it. I think it makes it funnier. I'm with you on that.
2: It was, especially because it was like, you almost didn't notice if you weren't looking for it, but I was sitting there going like, that is a." Acting amazes me because I'm not good at it. And <laughs> so to be able to, to, to do a scene like that and to not break, you know, it's just is amazing right. to me that two people create something that's fake. Like that's, I don't know.
0: How do you feel about uh, the two Jasons? Because we haven't really gotten on that.
1: Sudeikis and Bateman. Indeed. I think it was just Jason Bateman's best movie since Team Wolf 2.
2: Wow. Bold <laughs> claim. I don't
1: know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so I don't know. It was so you know, Jason around. Bateman's always great.
1: Yeah, he's always great, but he he never like
2: even in was it smoke and aces?
1: Like have you ever seen Jason Bateman in a role where he's like got a like an accent or he's playing like a different like a
2: No, he's always a a shade of Jason Bateman. Yeah. He's always a rest in development. Yes. Yes.
0: Always. And I thought of that the whole time. Now
1: is that like is that like planned by him? Is he does he go to his agent and say, Okay, I'm only taking Jason Bateman roles, so <laughs> don't come at me with any, you know.
0: No, it's like the you know the Clooney thing. I mean, he's always George Clooney, and everything he does is just shades of George Clooney. I think you get to a certain point of fame where hmm. if you've made a name for yourself by doing a particularly good character, just you know different shades of that character, we, you go. Are we what comparing
1: works. Jason Bateman to George Clooney?
2: <laughs> no, the comparison. Has if, been. if Jason
1: Bateman ever listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, "Yes, <laughs> I made it."
2: And George Clooney be like, "What? what <laughs> Who is Jason Bateman?" <laughs> You mean
1: the guy from Teen Wolf
2: too? <laughs> I didn't do three Ocean's Elevens movies for this. <laughs> Screw you, podcast. <laughs>
1: Actually, I thought Sadekus and Bateman kind of—they're kind of like they have the same acting groove between them. Yeah. So I was like, uh, in the the characters, even though Sadekus, his character was supposed to be like the. The Vince Vaughn, like, Lothario, like, okay, see that chick over there? I'm going to go have sex with her. I never really, you know, believe that from Sudeikis.
2: He, I, I agree with you, he <laughs> weirds me out. Really? Yeah, like, I, I, I like watching his movies okay, because mm-hmm. I, I think he does, he does that role really well, of the guy that on the surface looks okay, but you know that, like, under his, like, popped polo collar, he's, like, a real, like, weird sex fiend. Like, he probably likes really weird stuff. I, that's how he seems to me in everything so I'm into it and I'm fine with it I, I thought he was the best though in this one this is like his best movie I thought
0: I can't stop laughing because I've never thought of him that way at all whatsoever but now that it's out there and you've put it in the universe that's all I can think of
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be watching Sudeikis through gray colored glasses from now on <laughs> i
2: Yes. <laughs> great I'm
0: guy. thinking of the characters That he that he uh, does on Saturday Night Live Particularly the one where they're in jail And he's always like saying You have to sit down and listen to the scared straight program And now I'm imagining him wanting to get Pinky? Pink, kinky in the back <laughs> Maybe both kinky and pinky Yeah, kinky.
1: yeah hey. <laughs> Well he does play the asshole guy, right? He's the asshole with uh, Christian Waite where they're always like
0: Oh yeah, two, two assholes at a crime scene or whatever And he's like, babe
1: <laughs> Hey babe What's up? What's up babe? you like a rabbit? Yeah.
0: It's like our favorite thing.
1: That's what really <laughs> Okay, but, okay. Uh, let me ask Here this question, because this is the thing that, obviously, if anybody sees this movie, they, you know, internalize. Have you ever had a horrible boss, horrible enough that you would want to actually murder them? Yes. <laughs> or have them murdered? No. Really? Yes. Really?
0: Do you not remember the man that was kind of like the, I can't call him the instigator, but maybe the um, catalyst for how you and I met?
1: Oh, Mr. Molesty!
0: Mr. Molesty.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: I had a molesty, to, just but, like Jennifer Aniston, but he didn't look like Jennifer Aniston. I would him? let Jennifer Aniston molest me.
1: Here, here. Yeah. Oh yes, all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this guy was eleven years older than me, bald, and had a kid.
1: Girl, but wait, he had them. a kid, so you'd want him—that uh, you'd want him murdered and have his kid um, be alone.
0: Excuse me, he brought me to his apartment. I can't call it a house apartment for. <laughs> Ulterior motives. It was supposed to be getting scheduling. I was not yet 21, and he got me drunk, and then did things to me that I said eventually, I have to go. What is going on? This
1: podcast is going into a very dark place. Now
2: hold on a second here. Mm -hmm. So you're under twenty one and then but he got you drunk like he put an IV in your arm and punched you in the face (laughs) and
0: Now let's put it this way. We're sitting there and he's like he was he had a bottle of wine and uh he like poured a glass and he was like, Oh, have a glass of wine while we're going over this. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's it's a glass. And I live down the street, so I figured it's a glass.
1: Did you ride your bike over there?
0: (laughs) I did not ride my bike over there. I feel like a (laughs) peewee or something. No, but what happened was, and I swear on my life, I didn't realize it, and also, (laughs) as ditzy as I seem now, I was way ditzyer back then.
2: At 20, we all were. I
0: didn't realize this, because Justin will attest, I have uh, a bladder the size of a dime, so I pee every 10 minutes. And I was going to the bathroom, and Every time I was gone, he would refill my glass, like, however much I had drank. Wow. I had no idea. So then finally, I figured uh, I figured out when I reached the end of the glass and I stood up. Because I was like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so, Something's not right. And he was like, yeah, it's because you've had a lot of wine. You should probably sit it. And I was like, I've had a glass. He goes, I've been refilling it for you. Like, you didn't notice? Oh, uh, creepy. He never told me he was refilling it. So, of course, I didn't notice. And I went, uh, no. He's like, well, you should probably just kind of sit and wait it out then, you know. Let me get you some water and, like, you can just kind of sit and relax. And then it becomes like, let me massage your shoulders while you're sitting and relaxing. And I'm kind of oh like... Oh, so he's I kind of a
1: dick. I don't know if he's worth being murdered for, really, though.
2: Um.
1: Okay. Murdered. He's murdered. <laughs> Thank you. Great.
2: I have had... Let's see. I'm trying to think of all my bosses. I, I I've had a horrible boss. Horrible, yeah. horrible boss. But... Not horrible to the point that I want him murdered. Um, it was actually my first job, and I worked at The Gap. What? Love it. Yeah. So you know how,
1: you know how to <laughs> fold The Gap way? I
2: so know. Boy, that. do they teach you that. And yes. I think that um, people are required to serve... The, the Israeli people are required to serve time in the military, and I think everyone in America should be required to serve time in retail. Agreed. Because it really changes, I think, the way that you behave and interact in public, and that's an important part of like becoming a a like contributing part of society. I think it helps and, you, and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know you wouldn't know unless you've ever done it, and that's why some people are complete dicks with no hope of salvation ever. <laughs> so. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, like, foldy, like, the, the, oh, like, Janine Garofalo and Reality Bites, like, the resin little tablet. and yes. I I totally can do all that. Um, <laughs> but I go in a store and I try to be conscious of, like, messing, you know, not messing up clothes. Yes,
0: or refolding it if you mess it up. Exactly, yeah, yeah I try to be as <laughs> nice
2: as possible. And when I go to the Gap, I'm just like, boom, 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 uh, in your denim wall, booyah, give me $5, because that's <laughs> how much I made when I worked there. Oh my and, gosh, $5 an hour? Close, a little more,
1: but not much
2: more.
0: Not much more. I think I was seven at Express, so I understand. understand.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so...
1: Um, Back when that was a lot of money. I know, right? I remember when I was a kid and making minimum wage, I was like,
2: wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, God. I don't want to kill myself. Exactly. It's like minimum wage. I sad.
1: <laughs> so wait a minute. What, what made him so horrible?
2: He... Um, this is what was weird. Um, this is my first job, and I was just like doing what I do, and you know... I'd stay. I'd help. I was trying to be a good employee. I was like, you know, a little bit of an overachiever, if you can believe that. You. I know. And um, <laughs> so he started to badmouth me to other managers and like cast. This is what's really manipulative about it. He would really he'd cast doubt upon me. Like he was he he started to talk to these other managers, but they liked me. And so they would kind of approach me about the things he was talking about. And he would say things like, oh, so, you know, Gray was like a couple minutes late the other day. Like, what was she doing back here? You know, just little things like that. Just kind of planting the seed. And one of the managers had told me, and he's like, it's kind of weird. Like, I get a weird vibe from it. And it occurred to me that I think that he thought if I stayed at the job much longer that I would probably take his job. Yeah. Even though I was so much younger than him, it was like ludicrous to think such a thing, and I all I got the feeling like my spidey sense was tingling <laughs> that um, he was going to frame me for doing something really bad, like stealing. Because they're really weird about stealing at the
0: Gap. They're really weird about stealing in general in retail. They check yeah. your purse, like yeah, do yeah, the, yeah. They do a whole Whenever thing. you
2: leave, yeah, somebody was, has to walk you out. Yeah, and yeah. so he started to say like some weird stuff in that vein. About that kind of stuff. Like, Mm. oh, you know, I didn't get to check Gray's bag and just stuff like that. It was really weird. And I kind of, I went home to my parents and I told them about it. And I said, I don't know. I just get a really weird feeling. And he's not nice to me. And and it doesn't make any sense because I don't do anything wrong. And my parents were like, you know what? This seems like trouble, and if your instinct is telling you that it's going to be trouble, then you should look for another job. Agree. Like, just go with your gut, which has been a really useful lesson for the rest of my life because I've never been wrong any time I've ever felt that way. And so they hadn't. Then he stopped putting me on the schedule, so I just came in and was like,
0: "Yeah, because that's what they do. They never fire you. Yeah, they just stop scheduling.
2: Yeah." And so I went in and I was and I'm I was like, "Hey." Named deleted to protect the innocent or guilty. I was like I was like, hey, um, I'm not on the schedule and I quit <laughs> and then
1: I just I don't seem to be getting my paychecks. Um, <laughs> you're the guy down in the basement yes, of the yes, gap. You are. <laughs> surrounded by gap boxes.
2: And he was but he luckily that he was by far the worst boss I've ever had. Now I've had bosses that were slave drivers, but made up for it by buying me stuff. Oh, nice. those are the good kind. Yeah, so yeah. it's you know nothing bad. What about
1: you, Justin? Guys never get bought stuff, man. That's a shame.
2: Yeah, and you know the best part? He was a gay, so I knew that he didn't want to do it with me. Oh, Even yeah. Better. He was like he was just afraid of you. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm a friend of the gays. Yeah, like, I'm an <laughs> FOG. Oh,
0: totally. <laughs>
1: we're all FOGs here.
0: Um, yeah, well, we, we are. True that. Up until you came along, I think <laughs> all the males in my life were gay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. First straight one and I married him. Oh, good. Smart. Yeah, right? I was I like, oh, was yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Um, No, I don't think I've ever wanted to murder someone. I mean, there's like...
0: Ever? There's
1: bosses I've wanted to like...
2: I like how seriously
1: you said that. Gently throttle, like... Shively yeah. throttle
2: as opposed to violently <laughs> throttle? Oh, yeah, yeah. I shake the shit out of somebody, but I mean, not like...
1: Oh. I mean, uh, there was one boss. um It was about the same time I started dating Chrissy where... I had like two people die in my family in like two months' time, and then yeah, after wow. the second time, I got like really sick, like really like almost hospital, go to the hospital sick. Yeah. And so when I came back, I was still kind of sick. And my boss called me into the office and was like, "Yeah, we're just we don't think you're just like really enthusiastic about the job. Your heart's not into it. Your heart's not into it." And it, in, inside, I was like, "Well, you know, I have been kind of sad and sick lately, but oh my god, but I was like." You know, inside I was like, screw this job. You know, screw you guys. Like, any, That's ridiculous. Any, anybody that would say that to someone who's been through all that, you know, crap it's, and it's only crazy. missed like two days total of work. Wow.
0: And, and I'm not going to obviously, you know, reveal whom you were working for. But like the context of the type of, because we know Justin does work in TV. The context of the show he was working on is equivalent. No kidding. To like top ten, how does bikini looks?
1: What? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. one of those like we don't like death, you, you <laughs> or
0: sadness. Gray's
1: worked in TV, you, you, Chrissy works in TV. There's some stuff that we work on in TV where it's just like it's so like dribble, it's a paycheck. <laughs> oh, yeah. dribble, and you have to just say, okay, doesn't matter what it is, I'm going to come in and just give it my best effort, right? Even if I, you know, am sick as a dog. And then they have someone call and say, Yep, you're just not enthusiastic enough. <laughs> so That's I was like, yeah, right? We
2: was really s- wanted
0: you to like the teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini, and you cried through it. <sighs> and so we can't have that here. <laughs>
2: I cried because it was so beautiful. There's a no whole Sex in the City episode about this, by the way. Oh, really? This happened to Miranda.
0: I was just watching Sex in the City this morning, and I feel like I missed out on this episode now.
2: It's okay, I'll tell you which
1: one It
0: was one with Candace Bergen
1: <laughs> so Before we move on to the second movie, is there anything else about Horrible Bosses that we love? I love Charlie Day, but some people I've uh, heard say that he's like too much, like grading no. his like excitable no. voice
0: I, I can see who some people would be like, make him stop but
1: but I'm, hoping, I'm hoping Horrible Bosses is kind of like the gateway drug to more people watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia yes. Yeah, for sure that movie, that show is just amazing.
2: I like him and I'm glad he got cast in this. Um, I, I I just thought the whole movie was funny. I thought they, every, the biggest thing to me was that everybody looked like they were having a good time. Yes. And
1: like, even Jamie Foxx. I, Motherfucker, Motherfucker Jones. Jones.
0: Shout out the best
2: name ever.
1: That was like my favorite line of the whole movie. I know you were done. Is where he's like no my, my first name's Dean and they are like "Why did you keep that? He's like I'm not keeping that Disney ass name.
0: <laughs>
1: I was like okay Jamie Fox, I love and you. And then
0: he tells a story about how he like reached over his mom sleeping to get the wallet out of her person that he, he like basically fucked her over and that's how he became Motherfucker Jones.
1: <laughs> that that any movie that that has a snow falling on cedars
2: reference too <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I
1: was like, okay, throw them over from the train, snow falling on cedars, and then that scene where Charlie Day's uh, seeing the teen tings by himself in the car.
2: That <laughs> well, the that's not the,
0: the whole let's do coke by accident thing, my favorite thing ever. I kind of feel like I'm going to die, but I want to do some push-ups. Like,
2: <laughs> I was crying. Do you know that that sort of happened at my doctor's office the other day, but oh, instead of cocaine, it was stevia? Stevia? I have some in my purse.
1: Wait, okay. Stevie is that?
2: Stev, no, no, no. Okay. It, I, I was in my doctor's office and <laughs> I, they were like, "Hey, we have this really amazing Stevia that we're selling now, and it's really pure and it's really good for you." And so I was like, oh, "Okay, a great. dentist?" No, 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 my doctor.
0: Oh, and, I don't know why I thought dentist. Maybe because of this.
2: And um, or I maybe said it. I don't know. I'm drunk right now. So. And, <laughs> the the, <laughs> and so uh, no, they were like, "Yeah, hey, we'll give you a sample, and then if you like it, you know." And I was like, "Okay, great." And she was like, <laughs> she was pouring it from one bag to another, and it went wham on the table, and just poof, stevia cloud. Just hovering. Oh, yeah, you can the room. read that shit in. And it was like sweet air. And I was like, Whoa. And then I, I mentioned horrible bosses and I was like, ha, ha ha, this is like the part with the Coke. Anybody? Ha ha, ha. and there are like a whole bunch of people in the waiting room and they're all like, What is that girl talking about cocaine for? What's going on? What is that? What is ear cells to me? Is this what cocaine smells Oh my god, what's happening? And everybody's like freaking out. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: This is L.A. Yeah. People, you know, score cook all the time. Not if her
2: doctor was in the valley. Then it's a
1: little bit different. It's a whole different world It in is. The valley, it's a different right? world.
0: Yeah. But old, anyway, yeah. What is that? white stuff?
1: Stevia.
2: It's great stevia.
0: I have it in my purse. I'm telling it's you. really good. It's great. Why didn't they just give you packets, though? Why did it <laughs> must pour it boring? It's funny bags? because
2: they're weirdly, they got, like, I don't know how what form come, that it comes
1: come in. a doctor has a huge, like, <laughs> supply yeah. of stevia, I just... Waiting. He's like,
2: well, he's a holistic dude. Oh, okay. He, so he like, <laughs> oh, a lot. he doesn't like want you to have aspartame. He, you know, he right. like promo- He's like stevia, and he for some reason I guess just sells this on the side. Is he's he like, like,
1: he's like, just cup your hands, and yeah. I'm just gonna pour all the like, stevia
2: in there. How many grams do you want? You know, I'll give it to you in the alley. Like <laughs>
1: pulls out the scale.
2: <laughs> no, don't try to shoot this up. It's not he's your so, typical stuff. He's so awesome. Yeah, so that's great. My stevia incident—it was all over our faces.
1: So I know you gave Horrible Bosses an A.
2: <laughs> I did. It gets. It gets like it, it got an A on CNN. Is your back.
1: is your favorite comedy of the summer? Did you like it more than like Bridesmaids and Bad Teacher?
2: No, I think Bridesmaids is a better movie than this because I I feel okay. like Bridesmaids was better written. Um, specifically because it, it, like, it just felt a little bit more realistic and a little bit deeper to me. More kind of an arc. Right. And, but Horrible Bosses was fun, but it wasn't, it's, it didn't, uh, it didn't move me in the slightest. Whereas Bridesmaids was like, oh, okay, that's cute. You know? Yeah. So.
1: Kind of want to combine them together.
2: So, if it's yeah. an A, how does Horrible that... Horrible Bridesmaids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this movie did really well. I'm like thinking, like, how are they going to have a sequel to Horrible Bosses? Or, you know, I guess there's two more bosses left they could you know continue awesome. to screw them over although one of the bosses Colin Farrell was one of my, other, oh my God, another Colin one of my Farrell. favorite parts he's of the hot movie still
2: somehow I know
1: and his last I guess they deleted a scene where he's at the grocery store yes at the end in the end credits and I'm like whoa why didn't they have that in the movie like no, I,
2: I, I want to I'm trying so hard to get an interview with him so hard and I want to ask him so many questions <laughs> like like mm. Colin I've always liked Colin Farrell. Because he's going to be in Fright Night coming out in August.
1: Yeah. I saw that trailer for that, too. I don't understand. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's good. I don't know. I
2: don't know. I, the reason that I'm interested in it is because it looks, it looks, you know, like how a cover song should be like a new interpretation of the original? Yes. I feel like that may be what Fright Night is as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's in a, it's like reimagined almost, but in a cooler way. I,
1: I let's hope it's, it's not,
0: not it. Footloose. The reimagining. Oh my god! Oh, after
1: this, we'll show you the trailer, and you're gonna cry.
0: I am. I think we're just gonna have to force you, like strap you down to this table, and be like, you will
1: watch it. <laughs> and it's by the same guy that did Black Snake Moan, so I'm do- I don't uh, quite understand. I'm
0: doubly confused. Yes. When
1: I heard that, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like really like down and dark, dirt, dirty and like
2: dirty footloops.
1: chicks chained to radiators <laughs> dancing to Kenny Loggins. <laughs>
2: Can you practice his Actually, let's go pitch that movie right now. But you know what's funny? I took, my my dad was in town, and I took him to see Black Snake Mom without, like, really knowing what it was. And, like, within the first, like, 15 minutes, I look at him, and I was like, we both kind of turned to each other, and I was like, okay, so we're just going to acknowledge this is going to be awkward, right? And he's like, I think that's the only way to go.
0: (laughs) I love that. But... Yes, Justin? So what
1: would you give for horrible bosses? Oh, he was
0: pointing at me. I was like, whoa, what happened? Uh, are we doing letter grades or are we doing apple, apple corn a, a, stars?
1: Apple corn stars. How okay. many apple corn stars would you give it?
0: <laughs> uh, out of how many? Out of uh, What's
1: 567 I've, apple corn not, stars. So
0: the, the B's knees of apple corn stars is 567. Yeah. And Crap on My Shoe is one.
1: Yes. Right.
0: I'm going to go ahead and give it 564.
1: Whoa. whoa. Wow. A little shuffleboard of you to get that close and not give it the Why full well, five sixty seven.
2: Well, come on. Why is it three stars short?
0: <sighs> I was working in percentages in my head, <laughs> and I thought,
1: You're how can math. I get this?
2: <laughs>
0: how can I give this a good grade without making it feel like it's it's the shit? What will give it? What will give it? The need to strive higher, but still let it know it's doing a good job.
2: You're withholding of your three-star love. <laughs> yeah. How yeah.
1: much can we draw this out?
0: <laughs> it's like when she's working at the Gap, and they do the employee ratings at, at the end of their six months, Ugh. and they're like, well, we're going to give you a four out of five, because although you're doing great, if we gave you a five, you would have nothing left to strive for. Oh,
2: Thank okay. you, Chair, for oh speaking at the end of that. You... <laughs> It's you memorize Okay, this.
1: you should give it an A. I think I'd give it an A as well. It's really good. <laughs> Forget the apicorn stars.
0: Aww. Aww.
1: But uh, our second movie is Devil's Advocate. It's in really a in We tried, I, I sent Gray like a list of bad boss movies and knowing that you had never seen them even though I didn't ask you about them. Thanks. And we were like, okay, who could be the worst boss in the world? And we're like, um, Satan.
0: I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Al Pacino being my boss. He's kind
2: of witty.
1: Not the Al Pacino, Indian. but Satan Al Pacino. Yeah, you know. Satan Pacino. It's a um,
2: shade of Al Pacino. Satan Chino. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something at Starbucks. <laughs> yes, I'd like a venti, a trenta, a Satan Chino, please. <laughs> um, I the, um, watched this movie with my man and requested that every time we felt that was appropriate, that we would sing the Al Pacino song for this movie, which is Satan, Satan, Satan. That's my part, and then Steve would go hooah. So that is what we did All throughout watching It's
1: a great little game
2: I like that game It's really fun And I actually just want to play it now For everyone Like just pick one person in a movie And just do that Yeah
0: Yeah. Oh that's good But it needs to be pertinent To the person in the movie Like I'm not sure What Jennifer Aniston's would be To be honest with you
2: Yoga, yoga, yoga Eyes
1: Alone (laughs) Eyes <laughs> Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad
2: Pitt. Mine, Pitt, Brad mine, Pitt. mine. <laughs> Anybody? the The words that came out of her mouth in that movie, though,
1: I couldn't believe she ever got divorced. Like, no, she's acting like she's Betty White or something. She's a forty year old woman who says those words. I'm sure all the time.
2: But I mean, it's crazy. God, it was really like my jaw was on the ground. Also, in Devil's Advocate, I do you know? Actually, I did not remember this movie. I oh. thought that I had seen it and I started it and I was like I don't actually think I watched this one what? I, I know I think I watched Jade which I always confuse it with oh, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why this
0: is the same disappointment that he mirrored when he found out that you didn't like the same movie he did yeah Battle of
2: Louisiana yeah Oh no. It was Caruso
1: awesome. Jade ugh.
2: I know oops yeah, anyway. um <laughs> This movie, I, I really liked it, actually. I thought Keanu was really palatable in it,
1: which is shocking. That's a good word. We've talked about Keanu a, co- a few times on the podcast. I've yeah. even had to, like, defend Keanu to Chris- Chrissy. I'm like, you don't understand.
0: Hey, I'm on the People Keanu are- train. You are? I am. Woo-woo. Yeah, woo-
1: so when I started listening, like, I'm like, you know, like, look, yeah. at his, look at his, <laughs> look at his IMDb. He's been in so many good movies. we got Speed, we got The Matrix, we got Devil's Advocate. And she's like, what? Devil's Advocate? I'm like, yes, you have to see this movie. It's so underrated. Like, I don't know why it's not an instant classic. I
0: will say, though, he started pissing me off towards the end, and I wasn't sure if it was just Keanu yeah, pissing me off, because, like, he you know, gone to accent land and come back and gone back oh and all that. Oh
1: God.
2: Yeah. The accent.
0: Oh, kill me. Oh, it's not, or, it's not
1: Bram Stoker's Dracula. Come not. on. It is not. It's a Southern accent that right. it's, that's pretty much the it's easiest accent. Out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or if it was his character pissing me off because he starts making these random choices towards the end. And I don't want to give anything away for those of you who haven't seen this 1995 movie <laughs> that you probably should have seen by now. Nice. Thank you. Close enough. <laughs> but you know, there was like this part towards the end where, his wife uh, is no longer with us we'll just put it that way and he doesn't seem to be very phased by it at all he's kind of like a I made these bad decisions but since you're the devil and you're offering me all this cool shit maybe I'll just take it
1: maybe well my favorite thing (laughs) anytime you're watching a Keanu movie um, similar to the way you do with the Apochino song we just like to go whoa
2: Yes. yes You have to I the, think it's actually a
1: law now there, there are many woes in Devil's Advocate
2: Yes there are We're still working on healthcare But we've got the <laughs> woe law all set That one's like cemented The um, <laughs> I think Keanu's really good when he's just being himself And he doesn't have to like reach too far or into any thing. emotion Yeah Yeah cause I mean the movies that you listed that he's awesome in Are movies that do not require much of him Cause it's like Bill and Ted Great movie. Yeah, he's great in that. Yeah. Break. Great movie. He's mm-hmm. great in it. But it, he doesn't have to do anything except yell and surf. Right. So I'm fine with it. I mean,
1: surfing's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Touche. Or
0: in Speed, he did a lot, but he didn't have to like think about it. It was very yeah.
2: really cerebral. Right. It was just a lot of yelling and driving there's in that a, one. There's yelling and books. driving. Yelling and surfing. Yelling and lawyering. Same thing.
1: <laughs> As in, I mean. Lawyer. He was a pretty good lawyer in this movie. He was. I he mean, got lucky
0: a lot, though. Come on, some of the choices he made were kind of obvious. Discredit the witness. Well,
1: he did get lucky a lot because he had so you know somebody kind of helping him behind the scenes. <laughs> yes,
2: he did. The uh-huh. master, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. The, also, did you guys notice? Um, I'm sure you did. The abundance of evil and spooky time lapses. No. This movie has like literally at least three time lapses in it like long time lapses like from day to night to day time lapses and the first one in the movie is hilarious because it's like this shot of, like, a skyscraper, and there's a there's a stoplight in the shot that has toilet paper all over it. And it's like, really, second unit? You couldn't find a better intersection <laughs> than that one with the toilet paper light? Wait, like,
1: yeah. wait, wait. So you've never been to the, the, the toilet paper building at the corner, the corner of the Third and Toilet Paper in New York City? I, I must have missed... must be Uptown. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I don't want to spoil the entire movie, but are we... Because at the end of the movie, aren't we supposed to think that none of it really happened? It was a dream? It was all, like, in his mind's eye, or, like, kind of, like, lost-ish, like, what could have happened? Um, well,
2: see, I thought that, and it made me angry because I hate movies like that. I think yes. it's a lazy screenwriting technique. However, I think that this one is not so much, it's all just a dream. It was rather, like, because they, they have that line where it's like, "It's isn't it all a test? Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he actually was sort of taken into this alternate, a la sliding doors, if you will. Just like this alternate reality that he could have lived. And then he, he, he I got to spoil it to talk about that. That's plan. fine. Do it. Yeah. So it, like he, he chose the virtuous path and then it's like, oops, deal with the devil done. You know, so I mean, he he could have been, he, it could have continued from there. Is
1: but isn't the, isn't the point that you pretty much can't escape the devil or, you know, evil, whichever choice you make, because right, he yes. ended up, right. he ends up, right. like, everywhere. The, the, the newspaper guy's like, oh, you're going to be famous now because you made this, you know, choice, and he <laughs> turns yeah, into yeah. Al Pacino and you're like, what, what, ah!
2: Which is a little, I, I also thought was like a little over
1: the top, because I was like, really? Wait, devil's advocate over the top?
2: What? (laughs) You know, just this like small town bullshit, you know, Florida reporter that's like, a lawyer chose to do the good thing. National news. Mind-blowing. Seriously international news.
1: When you're in the South and you're, you know, working for Podunk newspaper, you know, the front page is usually like the weather that day (laughs) or something. This old
0: man, he got out of his rocking chair and walked across a field for the first time. (laughs) Whoa, what
2: a red-letter day. Seriously. Let's Here's
0: what I don't understand, though. Because as you mentioned, maybe, you know, there's a whole element here of uh, it's all just a test, you know. If you fail the test or if you, you know, in your own way, like by committing suicide, Keanu essentially is saying fuck you to the test mm. how is it possible to just reset it and start back at some other given point and start the game over because then the game never really ends mm.
1: it, that's it you just it never really yeah whoa
0: because <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> then you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because you, what's going to happen Al Pacino's just going to be like well I don't like this and
2: then reset the game
1: Oh my gosh, did you pull out some notes?
2: Yeah, you did. I did, because I was watching it, and I was really excited by this movie. Love it.
1: It is a really exciting movie.
2: And my notes are really good. Um, You blew my mind with that last point, Chrissy. I just want to say, I didn't mean to distract by turning over my notebook, but I do want to read to you one of my favorite notes. Um, The the, uh, secretary's name is Caprice, and I was like, hmm... And Steve goes and Steve goes, What? And I was like, I pull out my my pen and I write this note down. Never trust a woman named after both a car and a style of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That
0: was amazing. <laughs> that now that just blew my mind. Right there. That's all I need from this
2: movie. Now I'm done.
1: So my favorite thing about this whole movie, um, <laughs> It's obviously the last, like, 15 minutes once uh, Keanu learns who Al Pacino is. Because it seems like Pacino goes into, like, extra, super maximum overdrive.
2: It's incredible.
1: It's in- Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. And then, other than that, my favorite scene in the movie is when uh, Charlize Theron, who...
2: Oh, Charlize wow,
1: Theron. Wow, I mean...
2: <laughs> Looking like a normal person, I might add. You know, yeah. what now? Uh, 15 years younger and 10 pounds heavier? Mm-hmm.
1: She like, I mean she looking good. She yeah. wasn't scared to get naked in this movie at all. Correct,
2: nor was anyone.
1: But yeah. the scene where she's um, so sad that she's at home nice. and she's having to paint her apartment.
2: <laughs> That's another one of my notes. <laughs> and she's,
1: like, she's like she apparently bought buys every shade of green possible at <laughs> so Home Depot. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Home yeah, Depot. <laughs> and so she like starts painting like a bit of the wall and her like random black friends like no, that doesn't quite work and every green she the the black friend is wearing that that shade of green. Like, no, nope, that doesn't work. And so she paints another shade of green. The black, the black friend's got another shade of green. The same exact shade of green. It's like weird. I'm like, it what? Was, do you know we're going like a like a, a green paint purgatory here?
2: What my what my note said in my notebook was. Paint torture, sad face.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why green is supposed to be the antithesis of the devil in this. Because later on, when Alice, the mom, comes back, she's always standing behind with the green backdrop behind her.
2: Interesting.
0: Everything she's in, and I know obviously because like, right, they're
2: opposite on the color wheel. Maybe. Is right
0: I, it could be, but there's Christmas, and then what?
2: Ooh, shit. <laughs> I
1: think <pick> the <a> leprechauns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Justin. Of course you do. <laughs>
2: Obviously. Yeah, I mean, doesn't everyone? Um, I, but I like this movie a lot, though. The yeah, paint, The paint torture scene cracked me <laughs> up because I was like, wow. She seemed like such a confident, uh, like, smart woman. And I wasn't set up for her to all of a sudden just become a sniveling ninny. <laughs> like, because she's all of a sudden like, oh, I'm not smart. Oh, I'm not sophisticated. Oh, my God, I have no idea what color green I like. What?
0: God, that paint is green. Well, I, looked
2: at, I also, at that point, looked at Steven and was like, Oh my God, baby, I've been meaning to ask cause we paint side note. We painted a headboard on our wall oh, like nice. behind the bed. Cause yeah. we didn't want to buy one for $800,000. And that's why we don't have one. <laughs> yeah. And so we painted one. And we're really proud of it. And I was like, Oh my God, baby, I've been meaning to ask you, does that shade of magenta look good with our skin tones? And he looked at me and he was like, I've been meaning to talk to you for the last time. <laughs> He's like, this is why we haven't had sex in a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah just the
0: magenta glow
2: bouncing off of some yeah. white just skin doesn't, it just doesn't you, know, I, you think it would flatter your nipples it doesn't no
1: speaking of sex the, no? okay. one of the biggest biggest woe scene is the um, I call it the transformer scene where <laughs> where Keanu okay. is having sex with his wife and then he turns into his finds out it's his half sister and then right. turns back to his wife no, and yeah. just The face on Keanu, he's really into the scene because he's like, "Whoa!" and then he's like, really into it, and he's like, not into it. Yeah, yeah, back and
2: forth. It's awesome (laughs) because he's like having sex with that hot chick whose name I can't remember, but is Cristabella as the character? Right, and she's beautiful, and (laughs) so it's like it's the first time that we see Cristabella instead of Charlie Theron, and. It's hot, it's hot, you're like, Oh cool, all right, that's weird, that's freaky, cool, and then it's like because it switches back to Charlize <laughs> yeah, theory. And she's on the ground, like blowing him. Yeah. Pretty but much crying and like <laughs> red faced and disgusting. And it's like, Nobody wants to see that near their junk.
0: No. Nobody. Never.
2: Wait, some people, but not most <laughs> I
0: looked at that and I was like, This is why men have affairs. <laughs> right there Now I understand When the wife goes crazy And cries during the BJ that's well, when the man has an affair I
1: think there's nothing sexier Is <laughs> when you're You know Having sex with your wife And she keeps going
0: What's wrong
1: honey What's wrong What's wrong No you
0: know? no, no No that's just it She didn't ask what's wrong She said Where are you And <laughs> right. I was like He's right there Which reminded me I'm inside
1: me- you dummy That's how it works Yeah it's like, a, Do I have to explain this to you again the,
2: When she said that It reminded me me of um in I Heart Huckabees when (laughs) Naomi Watts looks at I can't was it Jude Law and she goes he's wearing glasses and she takes him off and she's like there's glass between us yes I've never wanted to punch someone in a movie so bad up to that point in my life (sighs)
0: And then now there's a million more
2: people that you want to yeah, punch face. Yeah, a million more. Maybe
0: you can just punch her and it'll reverberate throughout the bad movie
2: universe. Oh, it's
1: like the butterfly effect.
2: It is. Wow. which Of which they have made like four movies, I think. I
1: know, but one was the only one they needed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> With the Kutch. I, yeah, I
1: love the Kutch. I like the Kutch. I just think of the baby, like blowing up babies next to a mailbox scene.
0: I just want to see <laughs> Ashton Kutcher and Keanu Reeves in a movie together. No. What? Yeah, Why I do. Why do you
2: hate humanity? <laughs> do you <laughs> my car, part six? Or
1: something. I just watched Friends with Benefits. Was it Friends with Benefit? No, No Strings Attached. No strings attached. Uh, Same movie. The worst movie I've ever seen in my life. You didn't life. like that
2: one? I thought it was surprisingly charming. I'm, I, it actually gave me
1: high hopes for Friends with Benefits that's coming out soon. Uh,
2: well, no, I going to see it because he watched it without me, Justin. No,
1: I wanted the whole movie to be about Kevin Klein's character, the dad, right. who's obsessed with medicinal marijuana and got an OD'd on purple drink.
2: I, I love, Kline. love Kevin Klein is so good in those roles. He should be in more of comedy. He he did it in that movie, but he was also in. Wasn't he Rachel Vice's lover in another movie too? Like that. I well, did that you said her name correctly. Vice, oh, thank you, Vice. I, I love, love her. She's so wife. smoking hot. She and what's his name, Darren Aronofsky? Like that uh, yeah. just seems like the hottest household ever.
1: No wait, She's married to James Bond now.
2: She's not married to Darren Aronofsky
1: anymore? Wait, no. it just broke
2: my heart. Daniel Craig?
1: Daniel Craig, yeah. They what? Just,
2: she's married to Daniel. Craig.
1: Yeah, they just recently got married, yeah.
2: That's ridiculous. That's unfair. They should be like spreading those genes out. Yeah. Diluting them a little bit. <laughs> I Doing
1: James Bond, I mean.
2: Wow. Okay then. Whoa.
1: Whoa.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. And about this is that. the third time my mind has been
0: blown during this podcast.
1: Well, now that we've gone like seriously over time.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys.
1: Let's wait. What was you? Uh, what would be your grade for Devil's Advocate, Chrissy?
0: We're doing uh, apple acorn. Whatever? No, just regular grades. No regular grades, <laughs> like A, B, C, D. <laughs> no, it could be one through ten or stars. Uh, letter grades. Okay.
1: <laughs> Ninja stars.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give it a B plus.
1: Good. I give it
2: a minus. Yeah, Gray? the same. I would give it a B plus. I think. I I I really liked it a
1: shocking amount. It's yes.
2: A Bell. just a little
1: bit. Um, little yeah. underrated I don't like I don't know
0: to bring it full circle I texted my mom during this and I was like please tell me you have seen this movie and she's like oh I fucking love that movie it's a great movie ah, she's all
2: Keanu <laughs> I want to talk to you about some of your lawyering choices <laughs> I'm going to make you my daughter's protector now
1: <laughs> did, you, did you think about the um, Casey Anthony thing the whole time he was oh. the lawyer I'm like oh He's he's pretty much you know Watch McCloud's lawyer. Yeah, Casey's Oof,
2: God. I got all excited because I was in the green room at CNN watching um, all their televisions, and one of the one of them said Casey free next Sunday, and I was like, Dude, I'm totally gonna watch the networks because they won't be talking about Casey Anthony okay. next Sunday. Yes. And then okay. I was like, Oh, you are bad with reading comprehension. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what that means. <laughs> derodation of it though great
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Casey
2: Anthony free Sunday was so I was excited I was like oh hopefully you'll be covering like a volleyball tournament and if
0: I didn't read it you would have just like called me and told me that I'd be like there are Casey Anthony Sundays <laughs> <laughs> where do you get these horrible things <laughs>
1: Oh. 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 well great thank you very much for coming in and hanging um, out with us absolutely thank you for having me you guys you're, you're the bomb
2: this is
0: great you're
2: yes. the bomb and I can't wait to have you on the Popcorn Mafia so we need to make sure to schedule oh
0: that oh my god yeah Definitely. Can I just say that I will not be drinking any liquids before that podcast because I'll be so excited I might piddle. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't have that.
2: That would be a popcorn mafia first,
1: though.
0: It would be. It'd be like, excuse me, Chris needs to go change your pants. I'm gonna
1: come like super wasted, so like your boss came that time oh, and just geez. like berate you the whole time.
2: Yeah, you know what? Actually, I am nervous now to see the next Harry Potter movie just because the last time that there was a Harry Potter movie, he was on the show. Um, he's, he's the, the guy that runs New Dissonant Radio where the show airs and he just called me a C word the whole time, the whole time. And it was like, he's a, he, it was sort of funny, but it was also not because I was not as drunk as he was. Did you
1: want to murder him?
2: The C word is not very funny. I did want to murder him. He's (laughs) a comic and it's like, I don't know, it loses its power after a while, but I will never forget that. And it's made me, it's made Harry Potter a little cloudier. I've experienced now. Thank you. Johnny Dam owner of new dissident radio dot com nice we forget you
0: speaking of uh, plugging things or you know the anti-plug as that just was where may we find you Ms. Drake other than at the Popcorn Mafia
2: there are many places um, uh, currently I'm on um, the latest episode of What the Flick with Christy Lemire and Alonzo Duraldi who and Christy's on at the Movies with Roger Ebert it's on YouTube um, yeah. You can so you can google search me and find my CNN stuff and I'm on movies.com and popcornmafia.com
0: you need to find her
1: everywhere
2: yay or
0: well, we will find you and punch you in the face since that's what we're into. And
1: you're, yes. like, and you're on the Twitter.
0: Yep, yep. Pop, on the
2: uh, it's, it's at Popcorn Mafia. Oh, I'm going to... I don't think I'm following you, which is a total, like make that happen bonehead move, and then we're in uh, on Facebook as well
0: yeah yay. Yay. yay Thanks you guys thank you thank you
1: great hey.
0: and tune in next week where we won't have any guests it'll be back to just me and Justin and pinging around the ADHD room
1: oh sadness trombone
0: I know at wah, wah, wah. Wah. you can yell at us on Twitter at Justin Winters or at Chris Winters with a K all one word of course and that's that folks
1: See you next week.
0: One oh. day we'll create a Twitter for Maggie and you can follow her too. Oh, Maggie. She'll put perfect... her on my foot. Oh, that means you can't move. <laughs> <laughs> on the
2: podcast forever. <laughs>